In reading Second uh, Peter 2 this morning, tone is one of the two words that really comes to mind. Peter's tone is strong and firm and direct, and he, he's certainly coming hard at these false teachers and these false teachings. And, and history has proven that these false teachings will eventually get, get fleshed out. God cited as doing so, in, certainly in several places in, in Peter's writing today, in this uh, second chapter of his uh, second letter, uh, and it's hard to miss that message in in in, in the in the tone of word of uh, Peter's words this morning. The other word, though, that comes to mind for me is vulnerability, and this certainly isn't directly tied to Peter's letter. It's something that I'm kind of inferring as I'm reading through it. Uh, but Peter doesn't tell us that these false teachers are are leading us astray because they had educated themselves and researched and and come to a an educated position on their faith, um, and that they are denying the Christian faith, denying what these believers that Peter's writing to is professing about Jesus's life, death, and resurrection. He doesn't say that. He 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 alludes to the fact that these false teachers have a different motivation, and their motivation is their passions and their wallets. And um, th- these folks had had basically come into the faith. And and began to live a certain way. Um, you know, they they were doing what they wanted to do when they wanted to do it with who they wanted to do it, and they were getting rich in the process. And it it would it wouldn't jive with their faith. And so it sounds like I'm I'm kind of inferring again, but it sounds like what they started to do was try to shape their faith to fit their lifestyle, rather than being molded by their faith into a righteous way of living. And uh, the reason I say vulnerability comes to mind is because we all do this. We all do this at least a little bit. And it may be as subtle as as maybe avoiding one little topic area of the Bible. Like you could read the whole Bible and you could you could basically ignore anything that's said about giving and tithing. That'd be pretty easy to do. And and you could pretty much get around the no sex before marriage thing. I mean it's it's fairly indirect and and so you could work around that if if you're, you know, um unmarried and and had been waiting and you know anyway I mean, you, you could work around that um, and so uh, many of us all pretty much all of us at some point will have some level of little avoidance of something um, but as that avoidance grows it becomes we have this there's, there's a term called cognitive dissonance and it's this idea that we can only live in conflict with the way we see things so long before we just change you know before we do something different and so the two things we can change are our behavior or our beliefs, um, you know, our behavior or the lens through which we see the world and what so many people fall prey to doing. And, and this is, uh, we talked about this uh, in the beginning. There are people who, who uh, leave the faith, unfortunately, because, um, relation, because of relationship issues, because the church didn't love them well, didn't treat them right, made them feel um, judged and, and, and not, I mean, there's there's a way to to healthily make people feel like to try to stand them up straight and help them, but there's judgment also that's pointing fingers and it's hypocritical, and and many times churches are fall victim to that. But the other biggest reason people leave is this: it's that's this idea of cognitive dissonance. It's this idea that here's here's a message about how to live and and how to how to move forward in my life, and here's the things that I want to do. Here's the passions I have. And I can't get them to reconcile. And so 
I just decided to change some of the things that, that are being taught to me, my beliefs. I try to change them a little bit to make them fit my lifestyle. And it's, it's sometimes, a lot of times, easier to do that. Um, and, and that's a big reason that people leave the faith. And this is what I think Peter's really getting at here. And the reason vulnerability comes to mind is because we're all vulnerable to this. We're all vulnerable to reading God's word with something in mind to get from it. We're looking for confirmation rather than looking for God's will. And so today's a great reminder to me to be curious and to remain humble um, because curiosity is essential. When we come to God's word, we've got to be curious to see what God's going to reveal to us. And then we've got to be humble enough to receive it. And even more than that, we've got to be humble enough to be willing to receive it from the people around us whom God's placed in our lives. And that can be a very difficult thing. So great message today, S- pretty strong message, but, but, a great, but a great message here in second cha- uh, the second chapter of Second Peter.